Welcome to Maximum Hoops Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Maxey. Last night, we saw the draft lottery take shape, and the San Antonio Spurs came on top. Their uh, ping pong balls bounced for them, and apparently it bounced three times for them. So <laughs> they were they could have got the one, two, and three pick, but that's not how it works. So San Antonio wins the draft lottery last night. So obviously we all know who the prize is. It's Victor Wembenyama. Uh, playing for the Metropolitan uh, 92s, also uh, from France. Um, so, without further ado, I am going to go through. This is my mock draft lottery edition. So now we know who we'll be picking. I'm only doing a first round. Uh, I think I'll uh, work on uh, maybe doing a second round next time. Probably doing some news and notes um, and possibly break in with trades. So let's start. Obviously, San Antonio takes Victor for women. Yama. Uh, they uh, are taking the guy who not only fits their roster, but is the best player available. And um, it, he's going to be a, a difference maker defensively. Think about how long they're going to be with uh, Jeremy Sohan at the four, uh, Devin Vassell, um, a, another good long defender playing the two. Uh, you know, they just need some scoring and, uh, and a true point guard to lead them. I uh, would not be surprised to see them uh, try to pick up a, a point guard uh be a free agency to uh, help maybe put uh, the, the Rook Wembenyama into a uh, good situation. So that's a no-brainer. Um, San Antonio is going to go with Victor uh, Wemby, as he's uh, affectionately called. So um, not a surprise there. Now the surprise is Charlotte comes in at number two. And um, while I could see them taking any – either Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. I went with Brandon Miller from uh, the small forward from Alabama. A couple of reasons is um, I think they're going to need some wing help. Gordon Hayward in the last year of his contract, Terry Rozier always on the block. He's an undersized guard. Uh, I, I think Brandon Miller fits uh, perfectly. Not that I, a backcourt of Scoot Henderson and uh, LaMelo Ball would not be terrific because there are parts of me with that would really want to see that. Um, but I got to take Brandon Miller. Uh, Brandon Miller, obviously, with all the trouble he had at Alabama, he's coming with uh, a clean uh, report. Doesn't seem to have any of the red flags. Uh, he's a he's a he's a good scorer. I don't want to say Kevin Durant type, um, but he's got the he's got the ability to. Um, he he's a little similar to Jason Tatum, maybe a little bit. Um, and uh, I got him going number two to the Charlotte. Hornets uh, would love to see see him with Lamella Ball, so that puts Portland in a, in a precarious situation. I taken I got him taking Scoot Henderson, the point guard from G League Ignite. Obviously, they have no need for another point guard. They have Dame Lillard and Anthony Simons are running the two point guard backcourt. Uh, they need wing help. They need big help. Uh, from everything I've been hearing, this pick is available for trade. Uh, you know, they're going to want to get a veteran of some sort uh, here. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what they can, uh, what they, what they can do. So uh, I got Portland at number three, taking, um, taking Scoot Henderson. And then at Houston, Houston kind of the loser in this whole uh, draft because they took, um, they uh, fall to fourth. So, uh, but them falling the fourth, it's uh, 
you know, obviously they're not going to get Wemby. This is considered a three-player draft. Uh, but though that, 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 that always changes. It's not necessarily three players. Um, I think there's a lot of talent in this um, in this draft. So I got Portland or uh, Houston taking Amen Thompson from Overtime Elite. He obviously is a twin. Him and Asur Thompson um, went to Overtime Elite. They decided to decided to develop there. They played really well. Obviously, the competition isn't isn't nowhere near. Um, they're playing more high school kids. This is obviously a situation where you're almost taking two high school kids. Um, when you take either one of the Thompson kids. But Amon Thompson looks like he might have point guard potential, uh, can play the wing, uh, can score, pass, rebound. Obviously, like I said, the competition they played, uh, really uh, really weak compared to uh, NCAA basketball. But um, Houston, I, I got him taking Amon Thompson. He is um, he's a guy who I think could fit in the backcourt with Jalen Green. Let's put it this way. Kevin Porter Jr. is not a point guard. Uh, Jalen Green had to play some point guard a little bit. Uh, it's 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 very um, it's kind of crazy uh, uh, how point guard deficient this team is. Um, I don't. I think they would have loved to have had the opportunity to get Scoot uh, Henderson. Um, so, but that that's going to leave them with thinking maybe best player available or a, a guy who could play point guard as well. That's why I got him taking a man. Detroit. I got Detroit taking our sewer Thompson, the second of the Thompson twins. Um, I think he's a better scorer than a man. I don't think he's as good of a distributor as uh, as the men, but they're very close. They're very close. Um, I, I think I think if you have a, a roster with Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, you know Thompson at the three. Um, you got Jalen Duran and James Wiseman at, at, at the five. Uh, I don't, whoever they th- decide to throw at the four. Um, now you got something to build on. I mean, they're going to have, th- they would have three very unselfish uh, players in Cunningham, uh, Ivy, and, and Thompson. Um, so I got I got a Sir Thompson going to Detroit. Um, I actually, I, I actually really hope Detroit can, um, can lock down a wing. Another guy they are interested, I have going to number six at Orlando's Cam Whitmore. Cam Whitler is a wing. Orlando doesn't need any more guards. Orlando, they, they kind of have the wings position um, all um, locked up with uh, Franz Wagner, but they need depth there. Uh, Whitner will, Whitmore will give it to him. I, I think he's he's a little bit raw, but I think he I think he has a chance to be a very good contributor for Orlando. Um, I did have the chance to go to an Orlando Magic game down in Orlando this year. Um, I, I I really like what the roster that they're building. They looked, um, I mean, they looked good. Uh, they have a four guard lineup, uh, four guards who could probably be starters, um, and they only start two of them. So um, I got uh, I got Cam Whitmore going to Villanova uh, from Villanova going to Orlando. So, um, you know, uh, they just took Paulo Parquero last year. Um, could they go for a center? Yeah, but right here, I don't see much, uh, many centers available. Wendell Carter Jr. still uh, manning the, um, the middle for Orlando. So I went with Cam Whitmore. Indiana, I have them taken Jerace Walker from Houston. 
you know, good defender, a little undersized as a power forward, but um, I think he can bring some toughness uh, to put right next to Miles Turner. I don't, I don't think they need any more wings. They have, they're, they're pretty good at wings. Obviously, that could change if they if they deal Buddy Heald um, or Chris Duarte. But uh, obviously, they took Ben Mathurin last year. I, I fully expect him to enter the starting lineup at some point. Um, uh, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see how um, how they how they uh, how they approach this draft because I think Walker is a really uh, nice fit um, for their young roster. They they need a four. Um, this guy falls right to them at number seven. I've seen this guy uh, going anywhere as high as number four. So if they can get him at number seven, I like it. Okay, that leaves number eight, Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards need a point guard. I don't know why they thought Monty Williams or Monty uh, Morris was going to be um, the answer because he was definitely not. So I got them taking um, I got them taking Kaysen Wallace from Kentucky. Might be a little higher, but he's a defensive he's a defensive guy. He really uh, worked and improved his ball handling. Uh, would love to see. Um, would love to see them them uh, take a, a, a nice solid point guard here. Uh, and and Wallace, uh, his second half of the year at Kentucky, uh, he struggled a little bit at first, but he he got his groove. Um, thinking uh, pick number eight would be a great place for uh, Wallace. Number nine, I got the Utah Jazz taking Anthony Black from Arkansas. Uh, he could play the two, one or the two. I think he's more effective as a one. He's not really a great shooter, but a great defender. He's long. Uh, he's a good ball handler. Um, you know, obviously Nick Smith coming into Arkansas was the big name, uh, but Anthony Black really showed out, and, and and I think Anthony Black was their best player, pretty much, and and most consistent player all season. So Anthony Black, I am going to Utah, where I think he'd be a really good backcourt mate with Colin Sexton if they can move Sexton to the two. Um, Sexton, uh, you know, or, or move Sexton to a bench roll and um, use OJ Igbaji um, as a two. So th- there's a lot of options that Utah could do. Um, obviously, Utah has another pick coming up. They could try to package them to move up um, unless they're going to get into the top uh, two or three. I, I don't think that's a wise decision. Um, so uh, I got Utah taking Anthony Black from Arkansas. So they got the Dallas Mavericks taking Keontae George from Baylor. Uh, very explosive, needs to improve his shooting. Uh, better defender than advertised. Uh, he might have to make the transition to point guard uh, because of his size. But um, obviously, we see small guards uh, have effect um, like none other. So I got uh, George going there. I think he'd be a really good complement next to uh, Luca. I don't know what the Kyrie situation is going to going to be so this is a guy who can give them depth uh, a good player um and i got dallas taking them um uh, keontae george uh, from baylor uh at 10 and that also uh, supposedly dallas is open to trading that pick which actually makes sense because they uh they need to they need to start winning right now uh i think that you know this pick did not go to new york because they fell at 10 so you, you're going to you're going to see them um, probably try to uh, maybe you know uh, entice someone to take it a top ten pick uh, maybe to get a um, 
get someone who can help Luca and uh, uh, potentially Kyrie if he decides to um, return. So, uh, 11, Orlando with their second pick. They got this pick from short, uh, from Chicago. Um, I believe this was still the freaking uh, Wendell Carter Vucevic trade. I'm not 100% sure. I'm taking Jordan Hawkins from Connecticut. I love this guy's game. He moves. Reminds me of another UConn player like Rip Hamilton. Uh, maybe not uh, a better three-point shooter than Rip Hamilton. Maybe not a better uh, mid-range shooter. Um, I really like his game. I, I think he would be great with Orlando. Um, I, I'm not sure. I mean, are they going to take two wings? Um, I, my guess is uh, they're going to clear out one of their point, one of their guards, possibly Gary Harris, um, maybe Cole Anthony too. Who knows? Uh, so uh, Jordan Hawkins uh, at Connecticut. Um, uh, there, there, there's some other guys that could be interested, but I, I just think that um, getting a wing at six and a another shooter at, at 11 would uh, really help with the flow and uh, the progression uh, in Orlando. So Oklahoma City at number 12. I got to take Taylor Hendricks from Central Florida. Let's just put it this way. They struggled at the four and five. They need bigs. They really have struggled with big, uh, struggled uh, with bigs. So I... Um, I got them taking Taylor Hendricks uh, from Central Florida, who had a great, great freshman season. Obviously, his, his stock went through the roof. Would love to see um, Oklahoma City uh, utilize him in some way. Obviously, they have uh, obviously they have big guards. Uh, you know, uh, this guy's six foot nine, long, lean. Could you imagine if you put Hendricks uh, with um, Chet Holmgren? Uh, those two guards and Lou Dort, wow! I mean, we're talking like possibly a really good long starting five. Oklahoma City is on the uptick, and uh, uh, they're gonna they're gonna use this draft to try and um, and, and uh, get someone who can help right away. And I think Taylor Hendricks can do it. Toronto, Toronto's very interesting because they have uh, lost head coach Nick Nurse, Fred Van Vliet is a uh, free agent. Um, they got some other free agents. Um, so do they just decide to start from scratch or do they try to bring in a VP back and go from there? Well, regardless, I got, um, I got uh, uh, Toronto taking Nick Smith. Nick Smith is a combo guard from Arkansas. Um, a lot of guys haven't fallen out of the lottery. Um, I think this guy's a stud, dude. I really do. I, I think he struggled with an injury his freshman year. I think it really uh, affected him. Um, but I think this guy's a stud, and I think if he even falling this low is a, is a steal. I think this guy was a a top five uh, projected pick coming into college season. I don't see him. I don't see him really falling that far. I think I think he's a stud, and I think you're going to see his quickness if uh, if he runs the drills at the combine. I think he'd be great for Toronto. Toronto starts over. Let's uh, let's Van Vliet go and um, starts over with a high energy scoring uh, point guard with Nick Smith. And the last pick of the lottery, I got New Orleans taking Grady Dick, small forward from Kansas. And um, this guy can shoot, really can. Uh, would love to see New Orleans add some shooters so um, they can, um, you know, add to this. Obviously, they they should have been a playoff team this year. They really should have. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with Zion, but uh, Grady Dick, uh, I really think uh, 
would, would, would help bring that, um, would help bring some, uh, you know, added uh, firepower to the offensive, uh, um, second unit. So, all right, well, that is the lottery. Um, once again, I got Weminyama, Brandon Miller, then Scoot Henderson, the Thompson twins, Cam Whitmore, Jairus Walker, Kaysen Wallace, Anthony Black, Keontae George, Jordan Hawkins, Taylor Hendricks, Nick Smith, and finally Grady Dick. So we're going to come back and go through the teams that did not make the lottery start with Atlanta. So we will be back in a few seconds. All right, and welcome back to the Maximum Hoops podcast. I'm your host, Michael Maxi, and we have a lot of big things. Uh, it's, it's a new rebranding of Maximum Hoops. Uh, you find me on MaximumHoops.blog, uh, my new um, my new website. Uh, you know, obviously, I've been doing this podcast for three seasons, so um, there's just a lot of exciting things. My favorite time of the year right now is the NBA draft. Uh, I, I just love it. I can't get enough of it. And in the first segment, you heard you heard um, my lottery selections. You know, and, and they're they're going to change. They're going to they're, they're they're absolutely going to change. It's 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 just uh, you know, I mean, you're going to hear teams and and obviously Portland's possibility uh, to move the third pick. There's just a lot of things going on. So let's let's continue, um, and then I'll, I'll I'll tell you where you can get a hold of me later uh, at the end. Um, so I got Atlanta picking number fifteen. I got him taking point guard Jalen Hood, you know, from uh, University of Indiana. And yes, they do have two point guards already in their backcourt. Uh, obviously, Trey Young, who's six foot, and DeJounte Murray, who is six five, who has played really well off the ball. And at times, Trey Murray's played really well off the ball. Um, so adding a third one, um, not ideal. Probably could use another wing, and there's a shit ton of wings in this draft. Um, but I took this guy because I think he's the best player available. I really like him. Um, and it gives them flexibility if they want to uh, move uh, Murray if they want. Or, God forbid, they think the, the foolish thing of moving Trey Young. Um, they have, you know, someone. Uh, but I also do think Atlanta's going to look to move out of 15. I can't see them staying. I really, I just can't. Um, I mean, I can, but I... I just can't see them not trying to entertain for for something. Atlanta needs to make – this is going to be a make it or break a year for this Atlanta roster. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of changes uh, if they underperform again. So we got Utah coming in with their second first-rounder, 16. This one they got from the Minnesota Timberwolves in their Rudy Gobert trade. Um, obviously, I had them taking a point guard, Anthony Black, with their first pick. I got him going with G League Ignites Leonard Miller, the small forward, 6'9", 6'10", area. Um, now, I don't know if, you know if you remember, he tried, uh, he went to a prep school, tried to um, tried to uh, go pro last year. Uh, many thought, uh, barely a second-round pick. Uh, yeah, um, well, he went to G League Ignite, and, and uh, he, he showed off and showed out and... Uh, uh, showed he can use his athleticism, his height, his, his size, and um, and uh, is moving up the draft boards. I might have him a little bit higher than most. I really haven't checked, uh, but I think he would be really good in Utah. I, I 
let's just put it this way. Outside of Larry Markinen, there's nothing that impresses me with Utah's roster. Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. Rookie Walker Kessler, too. Um, outside of those two guys, there's nothing. So they, they need they, they need to fill uh, every other spot. Uh, I, I think um, I think Colin Sexton is more of a bench player. However, I don't know if he's going to have that luxury in Utah, depending on how they do. I don't know if they're going to want to start to, uh, to guard. I don't know what I don't know what Utah's going to do. Plus, as usual, Utah's probably going to be uh, wheeling and dealing, um, and and that's just what they do. So, I got uh, I got Leonard Miller going there. So the Lakers come in. Uh, I got them taking Falal Koulibaly, small four from a Metropolitan 92s. And, and this is probably a stretch um, because I think the Lakers, if they keep this pick, are going to want to uh, uh, more or less uh, get someone who's ready to con- contribute. And uh, while Koulibaly I, has really, uh, you know, he was really noticed uh, playing alongside Victor Wembanyama. For the Metropolitan 92s, um, just uh, just a long wing, you know. And there's a lot of a lot of those in, in this draft. Um, he might be a little bit raw, but I think there's a lot of potential in, in, in Kula Valley. I uh, would love to see. You know, I think the Lakers. This is probably an unlikely pick for the Lakers, uh, but this is about where I've I've moved him up the boards. Um, so I have him going number 17 to Lakers, Miami. I got him taking Jet Howard from uh, uh, University of Michigan, small forward. Uh, could play some guard, I guess, a little bit. Uh, battled injuries at Michigan, playing for his dad. But uh, going back to Miami, where his dad played, I I, I think that'd be so cool. Um, you know, I, the thing about Howard is I'm not as impressed with Howard as a lot of others, and, and I actually have him high, higher than I really want to. But but I also know that. He's getting a lot of love in this area, and and, and I think Miami, um, Miami needs some help, especially on the wing. Not sure that they're in a, uh, a position to uh, bring in a rookie to play, but I don't know if you've looked at the Miami roster lately. It's uh, Tyler Hero, an old Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and a bunch of garbage. So, um, and every now and then, that bun- and, and actually that bunch of garbage has been playing really well for them to get them into the Eastern Conference Finals. So, I have uh, Miami taking Jet Howard at number 18, and um, it, this is going to fluctuate, especially with the wings. There's so many freaking wings, especially long athletic wings in the 6 foot 7 to 6 foot 10 range. Um, and you're going to see, you're going to see a lot of a lot of uh, guys moving up and down as, as they show off their verticals and and uh, some guys put on weight. There's going to be shooting uh, drills. Someone's going to blow someone away. And um, I got Jet Howard going. So I got Jet Howard going. They're 18 to Miami. Golden State Warriors, number 19. Um, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give them Derek Lively, the second from Duke. Uh, well, Derek Lively was, was projected to be a top five to ten pick coming into his college season uh you know he, he really underperformed at duke uh but the second half of the season he showed some promise uh, he showed that he is what he is 
a shot blocking big, a rim runner, a guy who can um, catch lobs, uh, you know, be in the dunker position, which is a, is a term you hear a lot. Uh, and, and what a better team to do that for? Golden State Warriors. And, and we don't even know what iteration of the Golden State Warriors we're going to see next year. So uh, this, there's a chance that that, that uh, Lively could come in if selected in Golden State and contribute right away, especially on the defensive end at the second unit. So I got him going to Golden State. And uh, it's, uh, it's a new day in Golden State, you know. Is the dynasty over? I don't know. We'll find out. But they, I fully expect them to keep this pick um, for a couple reasons. Um, unless they sell. They're so, so screwed when it comes to the, to the salary cap. I mean, they are so screwed. So I, I could see them trading this pick just to clear out money. Um, but they are so screwed when it comes to the salary cap, especially with the new CBA, because the new CBA is going to destroy them if they become a repeater. They're going to... Uh, Move their draft picks to the freaking uh, back of the uh, of the of the draft. It's just it, it, Golden State and the Clippers are in. It. They're both in a world of hurt coming up. All right, so I got Houston uh, uh, coming in at number twenty. This they this is the pick they got from the Clippers, and I'm not exactly. Uh, this might have been for Eric Gordon. This might have been for Eric Gordon. Um, so I got I got Houston taking uh, uh, Chris Murray, small forward from um, small forward from uh, uh, Iowa, uh, the brother of Keegan Murray, twin brother Keegan Murray. Uh, I think he's a little bit poor man's Keegan Murray, but I still think he's good. He averaged over twenty points um, in the season. He is uh, he is one hundred percent. Uh, a first rounder. He has uh, once his brother uh, got out, got out of the shadows of his brother, who had a really good season in uh, Sacramento. Um, he became, uh, you know, he became the guy. So I, I, I think you're going to see. Um, I think you're going to see uh, Chris Murray get a lot of love. Um, I don't know if he'll get enough love to slide into the lottery, but this is a guy who I think Houston. Houston could um, could possibly uh, uh, really look for. Uh, you know, he played three seasons at Iowa. He, um, you know, he could come in and contribute right away. Uh, you know, they, they they did take Tari Eason last year, but a one-two punch at Eason Murray would would really be nice as a wing spot. But we are hearing that Houston wants to make some moves. Houston wants to start competing. So. We'll have to see if they keep their picks or or what they do. So, um, with that said, let's go to 21. So, 21 and 22 are both owned by the Brooklyn Nets. The first one um, they got from Phoenix in the um, they got from Phoenix in the Kevin Durant trade, um, and I got them taking Bryce Sensible, small forward from uh, Ohio State. Uh, you know. Um, Really good touch around the hoop. Probably could play some small ball four. Um, you know, he, he, he's he, he's six 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 seven. Uh, really was a uh, really good player for Ohio State. One of the lone bright spots for Ohio State. Uh, could see them um, uh, uh, taking 
uh, taking uh, him as well. Um, and at 22, I'm taking Kobe Bufkin from Michigan, who uh, his, it sounds like his stock's about to rise. Um, he's six foot four, six five, good size, can play the point guard, uh, probably more of a shooting guard, uh, but uh, they, they did work on his uh, point guard skills. So um, we'll have to see if he can develop those and uh, and uh, and become a uh, a uh, a good uh, distributor. But uh, you know, this is a guy who could come into Brooklyn and be on their second unit. They really struggle with a second unit ball handler. They tried putting the ball in Cam Thomas's hands. Um, you know, Cam Thomas. I mean, he he did some things with it, uh, but. Not much of a distributor, more of a pass, uh, a shooter than a passer. So I gotta take Kobe Bumpkin um, uh, at pick number 22. 23 Portland. This will be Portland's second pick. Uh, I gotta take a Rand Rupert from New Zealand Breakers. This is another six, seven, six foot eight uh, wing, and, and they're all over the place. Um, I don't know if you remember RJ Hampton. Uh, who is now in, um, I believe, Detroit, yeah. Uh, well, anyways, he played um, for this team instead of going to high school. Uh, would love to, uh, you know, would love to see Portland add a wing because I got to take Scoot Henderson <laughs> with, their, with their third pick overall. Obviously, if Scoot goes number two and and, um, and they, they get Brandon Miller, they may uh, reevaluate, but um, I got them taken. Now, 24 Sacramento. Man, did they have a great season, man. If they could only be Golden State. Um, I got to take a Trace Jackson Davis. couple reasons why. Uh, he has the experience. I think they want to continue to build on what they have brought. I don't think they want a project. I don't think they want to worry about potential. In the 20s, you want to get someone steady. This guy averaged over 20 points, over 10 rebounds. Uh, for Indiana University of Indiana, and he is a just he is a baller. Um, I know a lot of uh, I've seen a lot of uh, mock drafts have him in the second round. Um, I think he is a is a first rounder. In my opinion, I'm gonna I'm not. I don't give a shit what I hear. I'm not moving into the second round. I'm keeping him in the first round. This guy is a stud. He should be in the uh, he should be in the first round discussion. Uh, Memphis. Boy, does Memphis have problems? Woo, coming in, they have pick number twenty-five. Boy, they have problems. They have a they have a John Morant situation with I, I don't know if he's in the gang, if he's toting guns. I, I don't know what the hell's going on there. It's just a bad bad image for him and, and whatever. They have a Dylan Brooks situation. Dylan Brooks apparently is not coming back, uh, so they're gonna you know they're gonna need to fill that void. Um, I got taken Maxwell Lewis from Pepperdine, uh, a wing who could um, hopefully give them what they need, uh, some, uh, some scoring, some shooting, and, and, and everything that um, that comes with uh, uh, being a wing uh, in Memphis. Uh, Memphis needs some defense. They got Desmond Bain. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Memphis approaches this draft. That's another uh, team that could look to move this pick. 26, I got Indiana coming back in. I think this is their third first-round pick. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I got to take it to Whitehead. So here's how I look at this. 
Whitehead is project was projected to be a top ten pick. Really underperformed at Duke. I mean, like bad, bad underperformed at Duke. Um, and now he's injured, so they're saying he'll be back by training camp, but he's not going to be able to do any drills. He's not going to be able to do anything. I see his. I, me personally, see his stock slipping a little bit. Does he go down this far to twenty six? I don't know. Um, Indiana got this pick from Cleveland. Um, so, I, you know, it's going to be, it, I think this is a guy who Indiana, having three first-round picks, can take a chance at because I think his upside is through the roof. Uh, injuries derailed him a little bit. Uh, he was hesitant a little bit with Duke. Uh, would love to see, um, you know, Indiana take a, take a flyer on him and, and, and uh I don't want to say it registered up, but give him a little bit of time so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't play as much in the, in the first uh, month of the season. Then you work him way in, and, and I think this guy could be a stud for the second unit. So I got um, 26. I'm going down there. Charlotte, their second pick. I got to take a Noah Clowney power forward from uh, Alabama. Another freshman that enters in our, to our uh, first round. Uh, good rebounder, good scorer. Uh, looks like uh, looks like he could be the real deal. Got a nice base up jumper. Uh, you know, um, uh, they need um, they need they, they need to do um, uh, they, they need they need a four um, in the worst way. So uh, I got Noah Clowney going there. Uh, Utah twenty eight, another pick. This is uh, they acquired from Philadelphia. I got to take Colby Jones from Xavier, another wing, a guy who could probably come off the bench, play a little bit. Uh, Utah's going to approach it. I, I think they're going to try to get a, a stud point guard at number nine, maybe a starter at number 16, and then get a guy who can come off the bench and give minutes at number 28. I take Colby Jones, shooting guard, um, has some playmaking point guard abilities, but... Um, I really see him as a, um, I really, I really see him as a nice uh, bench uh, player for, um, uh, uh, for you know. So Indiana, oh, this must be their third round pick. They got this pick from Boston. This must be. I got to take a Marcus Sasser point guard from Houston. Uh, this gives them a, a, vet, uh, a guy who could come in and eventually replace T.J. McConnell as a backup point guard. Um, you know, he could score, help the second unit out. Uh, I think this is a win all over the board. So I got uh, Marcus Sasser, point guard, Houston going to Indiana. That leaves the Clippers at number 30. They get this pick from the Milwaukee Bucks. I got him taking Gigi Jackson from South Carolina. Now, I've seen this guy as high as in the lottery. I've seen this guy as low as in the first part of the second round. That's a lot of, but once again, long, six foot, Eight to six foot ten wings, and that's what Gigi Jackson is. And um, and, and the Clippers are going, you know, I don't know what's going on. I mean, injuries really derailed them. So, uh, you know, it's 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 it's, it's crazy to think um, they have not been able to win with Wide Leonard and Paul George. So, but anyways, I got Gigi Jackson going there. Um, I did not do a second round. I am going to work a little bit more on my second round. I feel comfortable with these guys' names in the, in the first round. I'm not sure how I feel about teams. 
Uh, but yes, once again, Maximum Hoops is going through a, a little bit of an overhaul. I am now on back on uh, the internet. MaximumHoops.blog is my website. Um, you can get me at uh, Snapchat at Maxi5. You can also uh, find me on Twitter at MaximumHoopsNDA. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I'm probably going to come back maybe some news and notes, um, some draft tidbits. Um, maybe if I do some stock up, stock down, it's probably going to be, it's going to be draft eccentric from now until the draft. So I just want to let you know that all my, all my, uh, podcasts are going to be draft eccentric unless a trade, unless there's a trade and, and, and they have to break. Uh, I, I, I want to break those down. So, uh, with that said, I hope you enjoy the new maximum hoops. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on iHeart, I believe. Definitely on Spotify. Um, the Maximum Hoops podcast. Um, MaximumHoops.blog. The Maximum Hoops. I, I'm, I'm not tech savvy. I'm trying to work out this YouTube shit so I can get this YouTube up and going. Um, anyways, I would like to do a, I don't know, a YouTube show as well. So, please, I, I, I really want some feedback and... Um, And I I look forward to hearing from all of you. So once again, uh, we'll talk possibly next week, if not the week after.